Welcome to the Clam Bake. Welcome to the Clam Bake. It's a fresh take on a question all this time. If a woman is alone in the forest, will she still be undermined? It's a sorority of equality. It's a bonfire of a patriarchy. Come on, your hands, bring your moms, bring your dads. Come to the Clam Bake with me. I'm so excited today because we have two amazing, amazing comic musicians. We have Vicky, the Aaron and Melissa. Hi, Hi. I'm Angela. I'm Angela. Ah, (laughs) I'm the Melissa half. Fine, I'm Aaron. I just um, have been, you know, I I told you earlier, I've been really internet stalking you like a like a creep, and I just have this like it's fantasy. not creepy. It's not creepy. We no? put it out there. That's if you don't true. watch it, then why are we putting it out there? No, I was watching it enough for a lot of people. Okay, lately. thank you so I much. I also kind of think that we're you and your us. Well, that's what like I was about to say. I feel like we're like we're like bizarro each other's. Yeah, yes. I'll take bit. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For those who don't know, Aaron has red hair. Angela uh, has red hair. I sometimes have brown hair. I'll take it. I, I switch, like, whatever my mood. Um, Melissa sometimes yeah. has no hair. Really? <laughs> That's never happened. Oh, That's never happened. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. Which and one of you is the one who is a compulsive liar? Point at that one. <laughs> Point at that one. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's not a compulsive liar. No. I'm, We've got I'm our medicine. The, I'm the darker of us two, though. Oh, really? For sure. <laughs> Yeah, Lindsay's like more stubborn. Yeah. Lindsay's the most I'm like stubborn, stubborn person I've ever met. Stubborn and cynical. So yeah. is Melissa. Oh, cool. wow. it's pairing up. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. And we're comedy writing partners, and you guys are comedy writing partners. Yes. And we're podcasting Beautiful. partners, and you're podcasting. Oh partners. my god, we are, and we live you, at you the guys, same address you as you. You guys live at the same. Yeah, are you guys roommates? We know, but we don't, thought about but it. We really thought about it. <laughs> It'd be severely unhealthy, which is something I want to talk to you guys about. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's <laughs> welcome yeah. to our podcast. Tell us what you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, actually, but if you would tell us a little bit about you guys, introduce yourselves, and don't let us dominate this combo about like like what your musical relationship is, and like go way back and tell us how you met and all that good stuff. Where you were born. We lived in different places when we were. So she was in Washington, and I was in Florida when we met when we first became friends. And then I was like, I'm gonna move to Nashville when I get done with school you should also move to nashville and i was like i have nothing going on i'm gonna move to nashville now so she went ahead and moved and then i moved up there and so from the point i was there was about four years and now we've been in la about four and a half years almost five so years. we are common law married to yeah. each other Beautiful. yeah at this point I'm trying to get that really to happen so I can get on her insurance yeah do, 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 do it, it do just do it, do it. it. yeah Isn't that right yeah. yeah we got enough we got enough uh yeah. Were you in Nashville to make music? We were in Nashville to learn how to be adults. Oh, cool, yeah. But we did, like, we started, we have, like, Aaron always says we have, like, half a... Half a country album in someone's computer. Uh, and a guy named Michael's computer somewhere. Hey, Mike. And then, yeah. Michael, give these girls yeah, their country it, album. I know. He's probably like, it. those girls owe me another $300. I know. <laughs> um, 
Which so, is why we never finished Yeah, because we were very poor at that time. Um, so we started doing that, and then we accidentally became comedians. It was, like, about the time YouTube was becoming a thing. And so we had a friend who was like, you guys should make YouTube videos. And we were like, what is that? No. So we started making Vimeo videos. And <laughs> which, just the biggest mistake. Yeah. So we were doing that, and then people were like, will you make a funny video for our conference or for our event or for our whatever? And so we would just say yes, and then we were like, we don't know how to make videos. So we accidentally became, like, video producers and content producers, and then we were doing stand-up, and then we turned those things into a live show. It was like we accidentally, in the dumbest way possible, were kids who, like, all the kids who go to conservatory and pay lots of money for an education, we did, like, backwards on accident. And we were like, we should make our videos a show. And then we did that. And about that time, we were like, oh, no. If we're going to go to L.A., we have to go right now before we have, like, spouses and yeah. dogs. And we become any more attached to our washer and dryer in our garage. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard Nash- I've never been to Nashville. I'm super jealous you live there. I've heard it's awesome. It's yeah, amazing. It really if you yeah. go, you'll never come back. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel about like cities like Austin and Nashville, which I like sometimes dream about living in. But I, I do worry I would like go and be like, bye. Yeah, you would. Nashville <laughs> yeah. has everything that a person like a person like us wants, which is like yeah. space and like creative people and a place to put your car. So much parking. Oh. So yeah, oh, the ho- we lived in a three bedroom brick home <sighs> with a front yard and a backyard. Fuck. We had two (laughs) boxers dogs, like two giant dogs. And so we had parking for days. Like we could fit probably like at least ten cars in our back in our backyard, like area. And we paid eight ninety five a month for the whole for the whole house when we moved in. I remember money left over to throw epic parties. And we did. And I remember at the time being like, Oh well, Melissa, you're just gonna have to really take care of your Finances. Your finances, because like you're in a lease and you can't like not pay three hundred dollars one month. Jesus. And now, yeah. if I knew how much I would pay here, I would have like rented myself a castle there. Yeah. And been like, this is my castle for yeah. just me. Yeah. Anyway, come play with my dragons. Uh, <sighs> so when we moved them. here, we lived in a studio apartment for one year. Well, I've seen your music video where you share a studio apartment. Was that Hold the on. actual studio I'm apartment? Not, I'm, I'm no, that is... That's how I first... Almost 30. Almost 30. That is our kitchen now. Okay. But that's we, how I first learned of you. Oh. Really? Okay. That's before we met you on the street. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's a good segue. I'm going to play it. Almost 30. And I was okay. like, they're fucking... <laughs> Melissa, how do we live like this? Like what, Aaron? I sleep on a couch. I sleep in a twin bed. In a studio apartment. Cause rent is expensive. I sleep on a couch. It's more like a hurts every day. I'm very tall for a woman. I sleep in a twin bed. One made for toddlers. I'm the size of a toddler. And their beds are cheaper. 
same size as a twin, half the price of IKEA. Check it out. And we're almost 30. Yes, we're almost 30. I said we're almost 30. I lived in this building in Koreatown before my current place, and so many people in my building because I watched the pri- I like watched the prices go crazy while I lived there. Mm-hmm. I moved in when it was still like pretty cheap, and every year they're raising the prices like hundred, hundred fifty dollars. By the time I moved out, studios were fourteen hundred dollars. <gasps> when I moved in, they were eight hundred, seven hundred dollars. So by the time I moved out, so many people were sharing studios in this yeah. building. Like yeah. LA is crazy right now. Yeah, like, it totally makes sense. But you guys have upgraded. You live in a we have a two bedroom house. What? <laughs> I'm and I by house I mean apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where? Apartment. It, we live in North Hollywood. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We start. We when we moved there, we kind of like did the middle road where we got a two bedroom and we shared the other. So me and Melissa stayed in a. It's like we in shared the master. The master. And mm-hmm. I got a tiny twin bed also. It looked mm-hmm. like little, it looked like Madeline, like all oh our little God. French yeah. schoolgirl beds yeah, yeah, in a yeah. row. And then we had another roommate, and she got married, and then we had another roommate come in, and she was kind of hard to live with. Mm-hmm. And oh so she, we were, like, we kind of were, like, we were feeling like we need our own rooms. Yeah. Like, it's time. Like, we have the money, kind of, so let's make that choice. Mm-hmm. And so we were, like, can we have these rooms? And the other girl was, like, yeah, I was thinking about leaving anyway. This is perfect, so. It now we have our own rooms. Yeah, it's been that way for a year. That's a, congratulations! Yeah, yes. thank, thank you. you. And I just want to say all the videos are on Aaron and Melissa YouTube channel. If yes. you check it mm-hmm. out, if you check it out because they're it, awesome, it. They're so funny. It, thank and you. you don't want commentary, but I think the commentary is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh but God. is it? I mean, this is like I just feel like we're gonna jump around this interview because I have so yeah, many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it hard now for men to come into your guys's relationship because you are? That was one of my biggest questions. Yeah. You are Thank so you tight. for asking. And you live together. <laughs> you clearly live together successfully. So, so I would. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, no, you go first. <laughs> no. Um. No, well, I would say there's like there are probably pros and cons. On one hand, it's like Aaron and I are very used to like living life where we have to consider another person. Mm-hmm. So like we're very used to like. Like, one day our husbands will probably send the other one, like, an annual tribute of just, like, thanks for all the things that they huh. didn't have to experience because Aaron and I figured it out just yeah. in being roommates and business partners. And um, and then, on the other hand, there's, like, there is, I guess, a little bit of concern. It tends to be that, like, the person who's in the relationship is the most open, and then the one who's not in the relationship has to be careful to not, like, voice too many opinions early on just because, like... The person in the opinion is or in the relationship is so close, and then the person on the outside is like the sister figure that's like right. every boy has to measure up. But also, it's like we do have crazy schedules. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. I I think it's the hardest because we are we both have jobs like we both have normal regular jobs daytime and jobs. Then we yeah. both have this career and it's together mm-hmm. and so it feels almost like and then when you're trying to introduce a new person it's like you have like I, like I was just in a relationship and I was like oh my gosh I have to like schedule out so far in advance 
And he was also in the industry. So he like sometimes we would have a plan three weeks out and day before he gets a job. And then you're like, well, I've barely seen you in three weeks. Right. And then we had this like one day. But I can't be mad either because you also are trying to make a living. Right. So it's not only like our schedule, but it's like if someone doesn't have a nine to five bank job that I can rely on, mm-hmm. like always getting off a five. It is really tricky. And it's very much like trying to figure out like, is this person worth it? Because yeah. if the person is worth it, then by all means, take it and run. But also, but how much time do you need to figure out if, if a person's worth, worth it, it? Which also feels, like, scary. And, and like, having – like, we are each other's, like, family here. So it's, like, of course, Joe Blow coming in, I'm going to be, like, yeah, I'm going to have some questions for you. <laughs> what are your intentions with my daughter kind yeah, of feelings? Yeah. And so that is hard because that person, like – the other one of us is like, hey, I'm just like trying to like go on a couple dates and like see if this is fun. And, and the other, other one's, like, one's like, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's a piece of yeah, yeah. So I think I on one hand there's like some really big perks. On the other hand, it's like it's it's tough. It's tough here no matter what. And then yeah. in addition, it's like where most people work their day job and then their nighttime is like their free time. That's where we start our second job. Mm-hmm. So it's like. The, the time is hard. And then really it's like there are times when we're like, what are we going to do? Logistically, the rest of our life will be very closely tied. And so what do you do if like you're like, dear God, I hope I don't hate the person she yeah. wants to marry. Or I like hope that her husband doesn't hate my husband <laughs> or like. Because you're like sis- your sisters. Yeah. 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 And so. Wives. Yeah. Sister wives. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dep- all we have of, talked it's about all around the insurance. Marrying the yeah. same man. Yeah. <laughs> it might make things oh, that's easier. Really, that's oh, really smart. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's I already feel like the third wheel in Angela's male male relationship. <laughs> well, Cy feels like the third wheel in our relationship. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So it, it has also is like, sorry. Go. No, it also is like funny because you're like, oh, I'm like riding with Melissa tonight. And it's like, if we don't write like the whole time, I'm like, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, it's like, okay, we have to have something to show for this because if we don't, like, I blew this guy off because we were writing. And so it feels like this like extra like burden. We gotta have a pilot by the end of yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes you yeah. just wanna hang out and like catch up and you need to do that because you're writing partners and you yeah. have to like get it all out. But then it's like 10 o'clock and you're like, let's just. Let's just put on the Great American yeah. Bake Off show Great and British go to sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. So I was Especially gonna when you live. Together. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. ask about. I mean, yeah. is, is that is it hard to like carve out like work? To, or, okay, backtrack. <laughs> so you two as a creative pair. Mm-hmm. I know you two as in like a comedy musical duo, and you do stage shows and you do hilarious videos, and you also write scripts together. Totally. Mm-hmm. Is that, tell me more. And you have a podcast. And you have a podcast. And you have a podcast. Yeah. What's your podcast called? We should just throw the name Oh, Group Text with Aaron and Melissa. It's really good. Listen. Yes. Yes, thank you. Please. Yes. (laughs) Please Um, rate review. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The interesting thing, uh, the interesting thing is that Aaron and I really don't, like, we work together well because... Or we're as productive as we are because we live in the same house. Because we really aren't in the house together at the same time all the time for the most part. It's like, mm. so if we don't schedule it out, like if we're not intentional. the You'd never cross paths. Yeah, the chance that we just 
casually happen across three hours where we were like, yeah, I don't have like a major life crisis to unpack and I'm ready to write a thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, it would never happen. So we do have to be very specific about like not only blocking out time, but blocking out time with a purpose where we're like, this day we are writing these songs for this website. This day we are writing this podcast theme for this person. This day we are writing this you know, whatever it is for our short film, because we realize now it's not even good enough to be like, we'll write on Mondays at six. It's like, we have to say Monday at six, this is the thing we're accomplishing. Yeah. Or like, or we're too kerbobbled. Like, we don't know if we hit the mark or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so it helps because sometimes the only writing time we have is 10 p.m. And so if we didn't live in the same house, like. There'd be no way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're writing at 11, eight, you know, 11 p.m. or it's like she came home from lunch and I can take a break. And so now we're, we have to like bang out a podcast theme at like two in the afternoon. And we're like hoping that we're not too loud for the neighbors with adding, <laughs> you know, like trombone parts. Yes. So, yes. Um, so, yeah, but I think ultimately, like, even if we weren't, I think we're writing partners because if we weren't writing partners, Aaron would still be the person that I would like be like, what do you think of this? Or like, mm -hmm. what do you think this is funny? So... It's like most things we end up doing, even if the other one is like less enthused or like, oh, I never thought about that ever in my life. The other one is like, yeah, but you have to do it with me. So thank you. Mm -hmm. You're you're doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it works. That's awesome. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. So what would you say? Okay. So you guys moved out here. Yeah. Did you have specific quote-unquote goals in mind that I say well, simultaneously vomiting at the word goals. <laughs> no, I think and you just air did it. And, doing and air, air quotes. quotes like yeah. really vigorously air quoting. We're going to make this a safe place for you to ask yeah. all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> any question, basic or none. Um, I know that um, I didn't really, I didn't really have goals. I was like, get out here, survive, see what happens. That's a really lofty goal though. <laughs> I know. Survival? Yeah, I agree. I Come would, on. Yeah. I wanted to be like, I'm just going to go experience LA. Like, I moved here specifically for film school. So I also, like, left film school with, like, thinking I was going to achieve a lot of things really fast because film school puts that in your head. Like, sometimes I'm jealous of people who are like, I just fucking moved here. <laughs> I know, like, that takes balls. I don't think, yeah. I, I feel like if I hadn't got into film school, I would never be in Los Angeles. I wouldn't be here. Probably. Well, I wouldn't have come by myself, I think. Yeah. Or it would have taken me a lot longer, and it already took me a long time. Yeah, and um, I, like, I was, like, we were doing so, like, we were doing well in Nashville. And, like, not, like, like, not, like, like, not to, like, I feel like that sounds bad. But it was, like, we were having so much fun doing what we were doing. That's awesome. And it felt like we finally found the thing that we wanted to really, really do. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, we, uh, we like for me, I was like, we have and wait, to go. pause real quick. Real, is that the musical comedy? That was the, the stage show we were the doing before we moved here was uh, a show called How to Like Yourself. And it was like an hour seminar um, teaching people how to like themselves. There was some, it. Uh, like a mock seminar. Mock seminar, yeah. That sounds amazing. And in Thanks. that was, it was like 35, 40 pages of script, insane, like, charts and graphs and, like, graphics and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> much, awesome. like, a dance number. Like, oh it was intense. God. But that we did, uh, we had um, a song in that. And it was, like, the, our favorite part of the show is everyone's favorite part of the show. So we moved out here. We did that. We performed that song somewhere. We played that show several times. So, like, that was the thing that we threw oh, in at the yeah. last minute. Mm -hmm. And it the was, song was. Yeah, the, the song, song was. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it was, like took 10 minutes to write 
was like again our favorite part and most people were like we love the song and we're like what about all the other things <laughs> yeah. that we've slaved over yeah. yeah and so we like I remember somebody like Aaron was like hey this person that she knew through the moth was like hey will you come do a show oh, yeah. and uh, like in true Aaron and Melissa fashion she was like yes of course we will and then she came home and was like we need more songs and we were like she's like we need more stuff so we were like okay we're just doing the song because songs we can write really fast we can turn them out really fast and um and so we we did we wrote like two more songs to like give us around three and then it was like oh yeah we'll play like three songs and then it was like the next person was like will you come do our show will you do our show and we were like of course we will and then we were like we, we need, need more, more songs we need more, yeah Wait, so what was the first song called that kicked it off? What was the first song? Um, we're Just Friends Right. So it's a song about, well, <laughs> as funny as it is, it's a song where we bring a boy on stage and I sing a love song to him where I'm trying to be like, hey, uh, you know, a lot of stuff is going on that makes it feel like we're not like just friends, but I just want to like be clear, we're just friends unless you feel otherwise. And the whole, like the musical side and Aaron's side is like she's, very intimidating with the trombones. She's like playing in their ear and I'm she's playing like it threatening more and them. More aggressive. I There's like, nothing I like, like a redhead with a trombone. A, I yeah. Like point it as. Is penis. this one on the internet? No. No, no. it's not. It's it. nowhere. It's not. Nowhere. Oh, we should put it on there. Yeah. It's like a vintage Aaron and Melissa. So yeah. The, yeah. We should totally put it on there. Yeah. So it was written out of the idea of like having these boys that I was like, I don't know. We're. I think we're just friends and Aaron being like he's not just your friend he's being a creep he's being a player and she's like I'm gonna punch him in the throat yeah. so so we wrote that song and so when we came here we really didn't start doing just musical comedy till we were in Los Angeles but based on what I see in Almost 30 were our um the our, two, songs our two first songs that we did that we wrote yeah that's amazing yeah yeah so yeah not necessarily goals I think our first big goal was like not have to leave because we ran out of money. Yeah. Great goal. So we moved into a studio apartment and like got jobs and like just worried about surviving the first year. And then we did that. And after that, it was like. I started doing UCB. I was like a little UCB nerd. I went to this like sketch writing class. I had never written a sketch in my life. I was terrified. There was like two girls in my class. And by the end, there was like kind of one left. <laughs> like it was like. <laughs> Like, it was just, like, a weird, and I, like, showed up the first day, and I was like, hi, everybody, I'm Erin. I just moved from Nashville. I still I'm, have all my hope. I, I'm so <laughs> happy to be here. I remember those days. And uh, within, like, as it was, like, coming out of my mouth, I was like, this is not the temperature of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so the next week, I, like, showed up. Like, I did, like, did my hair and, like, wore a dress. Like, I was not, not uh, accepted. <laughs> Second Aww. week, I came back, grunged it yeah, up. Yeah, hell yeah. Took it down a lot she of reversed, notches. She reversed pretty woman did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they were like, yeah, you can be on the email list. I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm chill. I'm yeah, fine. I'm I'll never so get out of my pajamas chill. again. Yeah. No yeah. hope. In my 401, a practice group was formed that I was not invited to, and I was so sad oh my gosh <laughs> that would make me sad i was like heartbroken i didn't like find out till later like i took i took like my first couple ucb classes like when the theater first opened this is how old i am i'm old like oh, when the it. theater like first opened in la i took like two classes like right away 
And then I didn't keep taking classes, and I came back, like, years later, and I was like, <laughs> I have to, like, I felt like starting over. I was a yeah. bummer. Yeah. yeah, I, I and remember. And it's, like, first day of school. It's, like, first day of school, and everybody's judging everybody yeah. and who's funny and who's going to be on the practice team. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Gosh, it's, it's hard. so weird. But, I like, they were <laughs> passing their, they were passing around, like, the email list, and they didn't hand it to me. And I, I like, I was, like, noted. And then later, <laughs> later when I like made them laugh, they were like, "Oh yeah, I don't know how you didn't get on the email list." I, I you said, "Yeah, because you deliberately yeah. didn't give me the clipboard yet." <laughs> and I'm not like I don't feel like that's like I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Like I was like I saw you not do it. <laughs> so yeah. is musical comedy now your main focus? Not to make you have a main focus. I don't know why I'm getting all type A. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell know that, me what you are? Did you know that type A comes from? Uh, type A blood. Did you know this, Melissa? What? I just learned this today. I didn't know that. Type A blood types have um, higher cortisol levels, which means like when you're stressed, like it's like it's like harder to. You're more wound up. You. Yeah, you just have higher cortisol levels. Whoa. You're more susceptible to stress. Your body can be more negatively affected by stress. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know my and blood so type. So that's where that I don't type know my blood A. Came you guys from. should know. You should learn. I know. Yeah. You could either right. you could call your doctor or you can go um, give blood and they'll tell you there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What was the question? Oh, just wondering like. Oh, our what, main focus. What your yeah? What your what your oh, focus is right now? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I just kicked you. We uh, we love doing musical comedy, and it's that so is like good. A th- that's a thing that to us it's almost like that immediate feedback, that immediate like we get to go do live shows, we hear people laugh when we do the jokes like it's very fun we love like that exercise of like being in live uh audiences um but we we really are trying to like we've been working on like writing projects without the music stuff Mm -hmm. um and i think they're kind of like getting like some of them are are finally done and we can maybe like show them on the internet show them on the internet like you Um, shot them and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. Fuck so, yeah. so, and then there's like one that's like, like being edited, and then there's like one that's in production. Amazing. And yeah. so it's like very so like that's the kind of stuff that we don't like. We don't know how to do that stuff. Right. Musical comedy, we can figure it out. Like yeah. we know that, like the back of our hand. Um, the, it's the other stuff. It's like actually getting stuff made is yeah. so hard for mm-hmm. us. We don't have like this like crew just sitting waiting at our beck and call. Yeah. Neither <laughs> do those exist. Oh, it feels like some people have them. Some people do. It's like these, like, like I just feel like there are some like crews, and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of like dudes that sit around, hanging out, and they're like, we all got like equipment because dudes love equipment. They do. Dudes be having that equipment. (laughs) I think like we want to do. We're starting to do more of what we would like, which is film and television stuff. Um, But the nice thing, like we did straight up only live stuff and that was great but we were very tired at the end and then we took last year off to kind of work on some of these written projects which was great but then we were like feeling very dissatisfied at the end because those projects take so long so this year we've had a better blend of like live shows mixed with some of those projects because even i mean like anything that makes its way onto a television is literally a mathematical improbability it's a miracle so so to like, I'm I'm very much like a, I have to have a thing be finished, and so not 
having that satisfaction of having a thing finished, which like may be outside of your control for the rest of your life, having a live show where it's like you can go, you can do your thing, they clap, you go home, you're done, was like good for my brain to do mm. intermittent with like these projects that you kind of just like put all your blood into and then you have yeah. no, like limited to no control over whether or not the train ever makes it back to the station. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we would be happy if we got to do both. We would probably be sad or a little crazy if we were only ever doing one or the other mm -hmm. constantly. Yeah. yeah. Just putting it out there to the universe that Aaron and Melissa, I think, should be the female flight of the Concords. Oh, I mean, my God, yes. I don't know why it hasn't Thank happened so yet. Much. Whoever's so been much. looking for that, <laughs> come and get us. Thank you. We will send you our address. Yeah. Before you Pokemon leave, I don't you Pokemon I've really, um, I really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. I think I love it here. Um, I, there are things that are annoying, sure, but I have, I feel like we've been really lucky with the people we know, the experiences we've had. Um, there are parts of it that are uh, like hard, but overall, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. We have a friend, like the other day, I went to go see a friend who was moving from LA to Nashville. And she was like showing me her apartment, and I saw how much, how little it cost. And I was like, I was like, are we never gonna have that experience of just like leaving LA? And so for like 14 minutes, I was a little sad because you're like, there definitely is a grind here that happens that can like make you tired without you realizing. But I think for the most part, like, I think I, like, every time I drive on the 101 past Hollywood, I'm like, this is the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, like, I appreciate still feeling that way. And I feel like when you're, when you, like, figure out where you're supposed to be and you like what you do and the people you're doing it with, it's like, whether you live in Minneapolis or, you know, like, Bismarck, North Dakota or Los Angeles, you just, like, you just savor the things that are the trademarks of where you live and I think we both got really fortunate because because I don't know what it would be like if one of us was like no I'm like this is for real all my stuff is in my car and I'm leaving right now um we got very fortunate that both of us were immediately in love with Los Angeles and it hasn't always been a cakewalk as far as like wanting to stay for personal reasons mm -hmm. but like as far as Los Angeles the city it's like I like the weird parts. I like the good parts. I like it gets in your soul. Yeah. It does. It's a strange place. Like once you once you fall all the way in love with it, I feel like you're like, where where else am I gonna live? Yeah. 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 There's just like, yeah. I think it's the best place on the planet. And people who don't like Los Angeles, I 
decided that I'm not going to low-key hate you. I'm just like, oh, you are welcome to like send me an email about all the reasons why you think it's terrible, and I am prepared to defend it to the death. Yeah. Because also, I think it's those wonderful. people just go. There's plenty of us yeah. here. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. Please go. That is the thing I always yeah. think when people are like, I hate it here. I'm so miserable. Yeah, I'm like, go. Please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> goodbye. Open up your apartment. Like, go move away. Yeah. Like, don't be miserable another day because I love it too much to hear you trash talk it. So. Yeah. Yeah. What has your experience as two women in the industry been like? Well, we don't know what it's like to be two men yeah, neither, in the industry, but we are, sometimes we're like, is it, we, I don't know. I'll say this. Okay, I'll say, say that we, oh, I thought I'd again kick you. Um, we've been very fortunate in that our time in comedy in general has been very amazing and supportive. So we've gotten to work with people who are like legitimately talented, legitimately motivated, are very encouraging and not competitive in the sense that they like are trying to tear you down mm -hmm. so we've been and men and women so we've been so lucky I don't know that we would have stayed in it as fledgling baby comedians had we not had that and that's like the Nashville comedy scene was amazing for that that like really was like the elementary school or like the high school valedictorian experience that we needed to like be blind and going to Los Angeles at all. Is there a lot of comedy there? There, There's amazing stand-up in Nashville. Stand-up. I will say we went to one improv class, and it was very bad. That was bad. crazy. <laughs> very bad, and I was like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm going to take some pictures of you. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but I think, so I think that being the case, it has been so jarring when we have had negative experiences because they have been one so textbook that you're like did somebody write this out as a bad PSA <laughs> like yeah. this <laughs> is not what real humans say this is like what people give as an example but then they go this I mean this wouldn't happen but for example a yeah. person might say this about they're like bad guy scenes in a movie yeah it goes down. you're just like yeah. what and like yeah. a did straight to video happen? movie yeah. Yeah. So that being the case, because we have been so lucky with, like, quality humans that when something, like, really shady happens, it's, like, very hard to get out. They, like, stand out greatly. Yeah. Because, and we don't forget who you are and we know where you live and we know the shows that you run. Yeah, we, do. <laughs> yeah, we fucking do. So, um, um, so, yeah, I think that has, that's what I would say. I would say the same exact thing. You just said it very well. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, I also think we we have like the comedy community has been a great place for us to like one have those discussions at all, mm -hmm. um, and two because it's like a community of people who are very used to saying the weird thing out loud. Yeah, um, yeah. And we ha we are surrounded by very intelligent people. Like we spent the weekend, like I said, with like these guys from Dope Town Three Thousand and the person who runs Sonoma Laugh Fest. And so, like, we were up till three a.m. one Brooke, night. Right? Brooke What's Tansley, Brooke? we love her. Yeah, yeah. We love her and Scott. Um, and we stayed up till three a.m. and we were talking about like feminist issues and race issues and just like they are so. I realized I was the dumbest person in the room, and you're just, like, content to hear them, like, give you historical facts about, like, Jim Crow laws or their experience, like, living in this neighborhood or, like, like whether or not doing hip-hop improv is appropriation and the dialogues mm -hmm. they've had with other people of color about that same subject. And you're just like, let me get, like, let me soak it all in because I'm surely going to need this again. <laughs> so um, we've been really fortunate to, like, 
even under, I remember at one point being like, I don't understand the purpose of feminism. And I remember talking about that and have like having that dialogue with friends. And like, since then my understanding of like myself as a feminist and what that means and how important it is, like so much of that has been shaped by community, like having conversations with comedians. I remember a friend that I originally had that conversation with the other day offhandedly was like, ha ha, Melissa's not a feminist. And I was like, I know where he got that from because I said it yeah, as yeah. like a very er, like very early on, and I was like, I have to tell you that that's not correct anymore. Like mm-hmm. I I am absolutely a hundred percent a feminist, and it was like, oh uh, okay. Oh, he was like just calling back an old thing, and I was like, <laughs> no, I have an opinion now, <laughs> and it's a passionate one. <laughs> I love that. So I mean, I remember. I'm going to date myself here, but I've been in L.A. for 13 years, and I've seen comedy change in L.A. a lot and grow a lot for the better, I would say. But I've been here a long time where that, when I moved here 13 years ago, uh, you would not dare to say that you were a feminist in a comedy class. Like, that's something you couldn't say. Mm-hmm. Like, you wow, wanted yeah. to be one of the guys, for sure, and you wanted to make it clear that you weren't going to fuck one of the guys. Because wow. if you were going to make a name for yourself, like, you didn't want that reputation with other women, and you couldn't you couldn't be an open feminist. I just think so much has changed for the better in, like, an amazing... That's amazing. ...an amazing way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. I can't even imagine that. And that means that something good has happened. Yeah, you know, for I'm sure. like, what? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I, I I see where you're coming from on the flip side that like especially when you're new to comedy, I feel like you very much are like I'm one of the guys, and you sometimes will put yourself down for it or sacrifice your opinion for just trying to fit in or make a joke or not be offended by this or that. And I do, I agree. I think we've come like a long way hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it feels like an easier thing to be like, oh no, that doesn't bother me. It's like, but then when you're like, what really like, what is a hill that I would die on? Right. You're you start to realize like, oh, I remember reading Amy Poehler's book and hearing about her early experiences in a writer's room and being like, if that was me, I would burn the writer's room down. And it's like, but also that will likely never be me to that degree because of people like her right. who we, you know, like we take as novelty. It's like, oh, of course everybody knows. Of course nobody would mess with Amy Poehler. She's Amy Poehler. But it's like Amy Poehler 20 years ago wasn't Amy right. Poehler. Right. But like she did stuff and she said things and made a name for herself and it's all written down in her autobiography. <laughs> and I get to read it and be like, oh, what a foreign distant time because <laughs> she did it. And yeah. it's... So it's so nice to like, in the same way that you look back and you read about abolitionists and you read about civil rights leaders and you're like, thank goodness they did that because that feels so distant. It's crazy to think that I know abolition, like I know modern day civil rights leaders who, you know, are by no means Harriet Tubman, but in so many ways, it's like so weird that I would even still have the ability to know a person because it was that recent Mm -hmm. that they were like, no, I did this so that you will never have to experience a writer's room that's like, prove why you want to write a fart joke. (laughs) It's like no human being should have to prove why, based on their gender, they should get to write a fart joke. It's like kindergartners write fart jokes. Yeah, Fart jokes are always worthy. I mean, you know, if you got to go there, you got to go there. Big fans of farts. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. I love how you put that. Um, since we are in a podcast, why don't you guys tell us a little bit more about your podcast yeah. and what motivated you to start it and all those good things. 
Well, group text with Aaron and Melissa. Um, so Melissa and I are on. So we had been like thinking about a podcast, and we started a podcast uh, for our grandchildren in our house. <laughs> what? Um, it's for your grandchildren. For our grand, it's for directly our to our grandkids. It's yeah. like, hey, grandkids. It's how we start it, where we tell them about like this stuff that's going saying, on. Subscribe. No, no, it's no. not out. This is a you private. This is private. I really this like is it. really private. Hopefully, it'll probably. Hopefully, we'll put it out eventually. Oh, please, I love in that a long so time, much. long time. But so it's for our grandkids, and so we were like, but we we're like, we want to do a podcast. Like, should we do a podcast? Is everyone doing a podcast? Is it yeah, worth it? It is. It's a new screenplay. Everybody has one, everyone but has I'm down one. with it. Everyone should have one. Yeah. yeah. So, but that was kind of like our thought was like, like, what do we have to offer? <laughs> Because um, you have to have a thing, you know? You got to have your thing you talk about. And so, like, we got a message, and it was, like, we got, like, a Facebook message, and it was, like, a random guy who was, like, trying to get in touch with us to do something for, like, a show of his or whatever. And and I was, like, hey, Melissa, you want to respond or you want me to respond? And it was, like, we are always, hey, you want to respond? You want me to respond? Hey, like, this person, this. So far, it's mostly Aaron. 90% of the time, it's <laughs> She's a better true. person. That's not even true. Um, but we were like, we were like, we're on so many group texts. We are on so many. Yeah. I can't even begin to describe how many we're on. And just when I think we're not going to be in another one, another one pops up. And I'm like, I've started being like, I can't do this one. Well, it's like, <laughs> yeah. we can't. Also, it's like, you have to like sort through. You're like, this one is me, Aaron, and Shanti. This one is me, Aaron, Aaron, and Shanti. This one is me, Aaron, Aaron, Shanti, Christine. This is the yeah. one with Lauren. This it's is too many. And, and I remember us talking about it, and we were like, aren't you guys tired of all the group texts? And they were like, uh, I'm like on one with like the people I went on my trip to Israel with, my birthright, <laughs> and like my parents. And we we're like, that's it? That's, that's on, crazy. I'm not on a lot. Oh, this I'm is on maybe a million. Age again. I'm not on a lot. I'm still on a chain from my my brother's wa- now wife. We have a group text from her bachelorette party that we still keep up now and then. Yeah. But that's like <laughs> it. That's like it. <laughs> so so that's like so we we started talking through like what are like social media is a thing like the internet like Facebook all that stuff like. It's kind of a brand new world. There are rules that none of us have like written down, but we still are like, I don't think it's polite to text after nine. If you're going to communicate after nine, you should send an email. That way, if they're up, they want to respond, they can. It doesn't go straight to their phone. Like There are weird rules. There are just like, yeah. Totally right. The one rules. comedy group I'm in right now, there are super strict rules about the email chain. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yes. I'm going to pee real quick. So, yeah. So that's just kind of like, so we were like, let's get people to talk about like, one, like what, like what they're doing on with their phones, with their social media. Like, what is it that makes them keep doing it? What makes them shut it down? Like, it it was just like a world that we find fascinating. And we like to talk about like friendship, technology and communication, like all of those things, how they all like merge together slash tear people apart. (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. What have been some of your favorite episodes? Um, one is coming out that we're so I'm so excited about, and that is our episode with Laura Long. And so she's an actress and an activist, I will say. Um, so she's going to talk about like comedy and like acting, and like she's into weird stuff. She's like a period actress and a lot of things. So like her historical like 
a lot of funny historical stuff, which is, like, close to my heart. But then she also was, like, in Greece with refugees. And she does a lot of stuff with, like, um, an organization called Red Eye in Watt. So she's there every Saturday, like, hanging out with kids and, like, being a mentor and meeting with them. And so she just is, like, she has a lot to talk about. Haley Marie Norman is another great one who's, like... Yeah, hers is really fun. You just... She has so much knowledge on so many things you're like you could talk for years and years and I would never get tired so but we've had amazing people like Neil Casey who's like our director he's in Ghostbusters um and he's just the weirdest like he has a flip phone he has a flip phone he has an iPad it's not just a flip phone but it's like construction it's like like what foremen have (laughs) on construction sites because you can literally throw it on the ground and rebuild it it. and And he did he threw it on the ground oh my god that's amazing he's so weird and I love him and so like just getting we do it at our house so it's like just getting to have these people in our space he like that night he taught us how to make stovetop popcorn and then, like, talk to us about <laughs> how he was, like, hijacking the internet as a college kid. And we I feel like, like he maybe has, like, a room, like, when the bomb from Korea is going to come. Oh, sure, He's got, sure, like, a bomb sure. shelter, sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. Probably. Yeah. Probably. That would make sense. That's on brand for Neil Casey. Yeah. Um, so Neil is a great one. I mean, it's, like, there's something great about all of them. We've had, like, Brittany Nichols on that one. She's amazing. We've had, like, I love John Gabris, and he was just oh on. Gosh, and he's, yeah, like, he's crazy. Our friend Peter Haston is like a 19 year old kid at Chapman who is That's like. That's the first one I listened to. He is. He is. He's so funny. I want to hold so him funny. in my arms, yeah. even though he's like a 6'2, like Disney prince. <laughs> he's like 19 years old, personality for days, and I just want to so keep sweet. him safe. So yeah. funny. He's so funny. Yeah. So, so where bright can eye. we find your podcast? When do the new episodes come out? All that good stuff. Every Monday. Every Monday. Every single Monday. Every yeah. We used to do it bi weekly. Now we're we're going every week. Every week. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um and uh on iTunes. iTunes or Stitcher. Spotify. Not Spotify. Know, it's on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, you can find every episode is at AaronandMelissa.com, so you can listen to it there. So it's on the podcast app. Um, group text with Aaron and Melissa. Yeah, we've been doing that over group a year text, now. Two words. Yes. <laughs> Unless it's in a hashtag. Then it's one word. Then it's one word. I love it. How's love the Super Bowls? Two words. Super Bowl. One word if you're hashtagging it. Okay. <laughs> so your upcoming videos that you've completed, what can you pitch them a little bit or tell us when they're coming or Tease any of that good stuff? Tease or you don't have to. Or you don't have so. to at all. I don't no. think we can. No, they no. can't. Okay. It's a secret. It's a secret. I don't secret. think so. so yeah, just, just for sure. now. I'm sorry. Keep some are, some are musical. Some yeah. are not musical. We are doing a series right now called Dancing with the Star. It's about to get oh, a name yeah. change. And that's with our friend Allison Holker and Stephen Boss. So Allison is a professional dancer on Dancing with the Stars. What? And what? Her husband, ah! her husband yeah. is his like Twitch. stage name is Twitch. He's uh, DJ. He's if Ellen's I could go DJ. Back in time, I would be. He's a Ellen's DJ. Oh, he's, he's so DJ. handsome and wonderful. He is. They so really both are both exactly what you would hope them to be. They yeah. are that. So we, so Melissa worked for them for a while. I worked for them, and then we were like, let's, like, she's now on Dancing with the Stars this season. We were like, this will be so fun if we did like, uh, like a spinoff version, version a home version uh. of the show and so steven or twitch is her partner and it's so silly it's so funny it's like the kids are in it the dogs are Their like dogs walking are through while it. they're trying to dance it's very much like 
we're at the house and what would you do if your family put on their own Dancing in the Stars? And so that has been fun. We've done two. We film another one tomorrow. Yeah. And they're just like, they're so funny. They're so funny and weird. And those will be on your YouTube channel? Those are on Instagram. They're only on Instagram because. Because the future. It's on Allison Holker. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to make an Instagram series. It's it's like starting to burn at me that I really want to make one. Well, there's no it's there's no loss. There's no loss. So get it while there's no loss. Each post is an episode, so so conveniently, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it makes you really like at, at the beginning we were like writing like full like jokes and like so many, and then now we're like, you only need you only have time for like five. We literally break down every episode. We're like, opening five seconds, intro five seconds, this bit twenty seconds, this fifteen seconds, yeah. and when you do that, it's like, it's like the way Twitter helps comedians craft sure. because you have a yeah. like a, a concise space you can work in. Yeah. Wait, how do you spell it? Allison two L's A L L I S O N Holker spelled H O L social media stalking K E R cash right now <laughs> super cash so and they're so funny it's like they don't necessarily need help at all to be funny yeah they're so. funny they're it's so like, funny we just hang are. out with them yeah it's so are. silly but we just like <gasps> a million views not a million but a so lot. many yeah like yeah. just the, like so like close to a million yeah. so yeah. might as well call it a million. <laughs> So that has been so yeah so we did that so then so back we to so we wrote this show called Getting Sexy we wrote a bunch of songs around that theme and then we took photos that's what I was gonna get to was oh the yeah, photos. yeah yeah that's my we took new photos hot button issue. yeah I like to set her up for a hot <laughs> yeah. button yeah um, but so we took these photos where it looks like we are naked but it's just our shoulders shoulders neck head mm-hmm. hair that's all you can see and the photo is us like putting on makeup. Yeah, getting it's like we're getting ready, mm-hmm. and um, so, and they're funny, and yeah, they're still funny. They're like still kind of silly, like not. They're definitely not like sexy. I mean, I'm sure they are if you are into that stuff. I guess <laughs> it's there's no boobs are out, nothing's blurred out. It's yeah. like literally shoulders up, shoulders up. And so I posted a photo, and Melissa posted a photo, and. Uh, on our like separate Instagrams I'm looking right now. as outtakes. So the yeah, final photos outtakes. got done. So we we're like, okay, now that we'll we're about to be able to post the real poster, we posted some outtakes. Yeah. Of of and sexy. so like so mine you can I'm wearing a strapless bra. It's nude and very very normal. <laughs> like the most like to me unflattering. And like high waisted jeans. And high waisted yeah. jeans. You can't even see a belly button. And then I'm I'm cleaning. I'm picking my teeth with a. Um, with a floss pick thing. Like, like really, to me, very chill, kind of gross. And Melissa's, like, taking a photo with her phone. Yeah, and mine is just, like, uh, like one eye is closed and Erin's, like, curling, a, like, part of her hair or something like that. And we have never in our lives gotten so many concerned <laughs> Facebook messages <gasps> From people we haven't talked to in a while. Really? My mother, my poor mother, the the text messages she sent me. Like, the, what were they worried about? Well, no. here's what it boiled down to. Yeah. Wait, hang on. Is it this one? <laughs> Is it recent? Yeah. It's recent, but uh, we post a lot. <laughs> yeah, we are avid posters. That is for me sure. Me too. Yeah. I'm trying to play that game. Um, Is it this one? That yeah, one's Aaron's that one's version the one of it. I put up. Really hot. So you can see this but, on but, uh, but, Aaron and Melissa's individual but you, Instagram. But it's not 
sexy. It's not it's like funny. It's, yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's hot, but it's funny. But funny. Thank yeah. you. That's picking what I cared about. Teeth. Right. Exactly. You're literally picking so, your teeth. And this exactly. one's mine. Exactly. Mine is. Oh yeah. It's oh, like I love hot, it. But it's I love it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's also like our shoulders. You know, yeah. which wow, I didn't realize the oh my the shoulders the appeal of the shoulders the sex in the shoulders the sex in the shoulders. So we ended Ooh, should up. Should we write that song? Yes. Okay, cool. Write yeah. that down. Um, so we ended up. So the interesting thing was just like one, we were so excited because it feels like over the past year, it's like our vision of like what bodies are and what they're for has changed so dramatically. Yeah. For me, for so long, my body was just like a thing that existed to like get my brain from meeting to meeting. And it was like, whatever, it'll live. It's like, you don't have to take care of it. Um, and now it's like to be proud of it and to be proud of the work you've put into it. And like to like feel like, oh, your body doesn't need to be desexualized or objectified. It's like there's a place in the middle that's like, this is the one body you get. And like be proud of the individual. Like you're only going to exist one time. That's yeah, true. And, and you will only be in this moment for this one moment. And so it's like, be proud of what you have, like whatever state it's in. Um, and so, and so we, uh, so we, we posted. We, have, we had never played around with that before. Yeah. With our, like with our audience, if right. we have an audience, like yeah. we have, n- we have never been, we've always been goofy only. Right. Dressed well, but goofy. And so it was a very interesting thing to see, like, people immediately be like, oh, whoa, 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 what are you guys now? Like, and we were like, we're like, Like female sexuality is so scary. Yeah. Well, we also realized there was like a weird breaking point of like when, you know, we've, we've always posted photos from shows, but there was like a certain point in the middle of this like exercise experiment where like people started to be like, hold up, what? You guys look different. Like, what? And so starting to realize, like, people were, like, not just being like, oh, you're funny girls, but now being like, but hold on, though. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you dating? And yeah. you're like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. It was like we finally went through the thing so many people go through in middle school where it's like they go away for the summer and come back a babe. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> we're not necessarily to babe status, but it was like you started to realize, like, oh, Oh, a different thing is happening. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you're wearing a dress, it's not just like ha <laughs> ha yeah, 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 goofy yeah, yeah. goofy. So, um so yeah, so we post so that's been an interesting thing and we wrote getting sexy kind of out of that of like realizing, oh, we're adult women who have no like no idea what to do with our bodies. With these bodies yeah. and now they look like this, not because we were like we want to be sex symbols. We were just like we want to be healthy. Yeah. And now people are like, "But what are you going to do with all that sex?" And you're <laughs> like, "Oh, um we will have a brief meeting and then get back to you." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love it. I love yeah. It. So people that's cool. Yeah, well, it was really cool. Yeah. And then the second half was that people were like, we realized that people were like, you look naked. And I started to be like, no, no. And I was like, oh, the point was to look naked. Yeah. We were looking like two blank slates. So we were like, oh, it's, I was like, oh, so you don't think that Aaron and I look like we're having sex with each other. You don't think that we look like we are performing sex acts at all. Yeah. It's, it's not that you think just... that we're doing, it's just that you. The, they were like, it's the inference. And it's like, oh, the only thing that we are inferring is that our bodies are naked. Right. Not that we're doing sexy things with our bodies. Not right. that we are like, nothing scandalous. We realize, oh, people have a very weird issue, like that naked equals bad. Was it more men yeah. or women? A lot more women. A lot women. more women. Interesting. Yeah. Men liking it all oh, yeah, over the place. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no they're, like, af- they're afraid. <laughs> they're yeah, afraid yeah. to comment. They really are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot more women being like, 
you, are you look, guys okay? Yeah. Are you guys doing okay in Los Angeles? I got one that was wow. like, we don't know, like, I don't know what's going on in your mind right now. And it was like, <sighs> not because it was like us smoking blunts or like us like shooting Holding guns. dildos. Yeah, there was none <laughs> of that. Just it was just like, oh, you're making us think that maybe you're not wearing clothes as women who are getting dressed. And I'm like, every woman gets stressed in the morning and at one point isn't wearing all her clothes. And so it was like, oh, they weren't upset because they thought we were being scandalous. They were being, they were upset because we didn't hide the fact that at some point you can take off all your clothes and just be a body. Right. Yeah. And wow. that was very weird yeah. to like so boil it down to. Yeah. 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 And my mom was like, I was like, oh, mom, it's just my bathing suit top. Like, don't worry about it. And she was like, well, can you say that? <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, it's not a bathing suit top. It's a bra. That's but a bra. I was like, but I was like, but also her that that making a difference. I was like, it's an interesting thing. Like, it's clearly in my house. So if it's a bra or a bathing suit top, it's not like I'm jumping in a pool. Yeah. So it was like a funny thing for her to be like, please, can you just say that? <laughs> Fascinating. It's really fascinating. And like yeah. how, because it's all psychological. You're yeah. like, oh, that would be okay to a person if you said, this is me in my nude strapless bathing suit top. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Because yeah. even it's like, that's not showing in the real photo, in the real poster photo. So there's was, some padding in it. There's some, you know, <laughs> there's some, there's some cushion. I'm not. It's like the threat, you know. the threat of sexuality or yeah. like yeah. The, well, that's a good way to put it you know like there is something untalked about that's and that all it is is that underneath your neck is the rest of your body yeah it's just you're that's just sitting so on crazy. a couch <laughs> yeah. yeah picking my teeth right like yeah. sexy yeah it's not yeah but yeah. It, it is a little bit we took some it, pro- yeah. promo photos for welcome to the clam bake and they're not sexual we're like satirizing like the 50s and 60s of being a desperate housewife mm-hmm. and we're, we're we have unlit cigarettes virginia's limbs and a bunch of them like unlit we're not and they're not even in our mouths in a lot of the photos they're in my mouth they're in your mouth in some <laughs> them they're in our mouths in some of them but they're not even lit and we're satirizing the patriarchy of the 50s and 60s. We're just being desperate housewives. And I had two to three guy friends being like, shame on you, shame. Are you for kidding glamorizing me? I didn't even know this. Smoking. And I was like, oh, oh wow. man, I'm so bummed that you think our welcome to the clam bake Taking down the patriarchy photos are glamorizing cigarettes, but uh, it's like also, it's so interesting I don't that care it's if like smoke cigarettes. Do whatever you want. Well, it also yeah. feels yeah. like there is uh, the thing I realized it is a real privilege to be able to discredit a person's plight. Like yeah. Yeah. it's a nice thing to go like, oh, that's not my plight, so I don't have to care. And there's like, there, you know, there's a hierarchy to those things of like. Who has the most experience with plight and who has the least experience right. with plight? And so they're the people sometimes it feels like the people who have the least experience with being in any way marginalized. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like at this point they've heard enough conversation about how smoking is bad for you that they're like, I know that's not good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm gonna say it. Ha 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 you I'm gonna say it. And you're yeah. like, Yeah, nineteen ninety six dare. <laughs> course of course cool. yeah like yeah smoking's not good yeah. but that's not what this is about and they're yeah. like well i i just caught up to that i can't <laughs> like what is this like yeah. what is this thing i'm supposed to be like caring about now and you're women like, working i don't what? know yeah so it's like women who want to be more than housewives 
Yeah, so when you're empathizing, especially with a group of people who I think, like, have not necessarily always been encouraged to empathize, it's like, and and that, like, there's nothing against white males, don't hear that from me, but, like, when you're a person, you have the least incentive to empathize, because for the most right. part, like, it... Like you're you kind of had to. you're the yeah. you're the center of the bell curve. Like so, mm-hmm. it's like most things spurn off of your experience yeah. or like vie off of your experience. Um, this, that sometimes like you only learn what things are wrong in a situation based on what you've heard the loudest and yeah. the most repetitively. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so Absolutely. you're like, I know smoking's bad. I've heard yeah. that one a long time. And you're like, <laughs> Yeah, other things are also bad. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I can't keep up with that. Yeah. I know smoking. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I and they're like, it. I'm so sorry for you, my friends. Yeah. So Yikes. where will we eventually be able to see get getting sexy? Um, that's well, we hope to put it up at UCB. We're in the process Yay. of uh, submitting it, it and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of that stuff will be at AaronAndMelissa.com. So show okay. dates are on there and Amazing. our Instagram, of course. Yeah. Amazing. Follow the Instas. Follow all the things. Um, I could talk to you guys all night. I know. I kind of want to be like, do you guys want to go to Chibo and get a drink? <laughs> Let's just go. Since do you want oh, to? We finished this. I know we finished yeah. this. We finished that. Uh, but we can keep talking. But for the sake of possibly having to close up this room and yeah. uh, and how and Lindsay having to eventually edit this podcast, <laughs> we got a week, girl. Just relax. Um, <laughs> we usually end with talking about what made our clam dance this week. Like what made us oh, happy. What. Well, just like a nice topper for the show. Like, what made your clam happy this week? Your your vagina from a female perspective or any part of your body or your brain or your heart. Any of those things. A- anyone can go first. I haven't thought about it yet either. Oh, you guys, I turned 30. <gasps> Congratulations! 30's great! Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. Really it really is so fun. I'm yeah. really excited about it. The 30s are Angela's amazing. in the yeah. club! <laughs> Welcome. It's Thank elite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. good. It's I much really better good on this it. side. It's like scary yeah. leading up, and then it happens, and you're like, ugh, it's never yeah. been better. Like, this yeah. is who I was made to be. Yeah. I feel like, get ready. I'm going to set everyone on fire. Yeah. Exactly. Keep that. Blow this town up. Exactly. Yeah. Keep that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think my, the thing I'm still, like, I just had, it was a great weekend away doing comedy with some mm-hmm. really great people, and people I don't normally get to spend time with, and I just was, like, so pleasantly surprised by the level of, like, conversation and knowledge that I got from strange. It was, like, one of those weekends where I was, like, oh, I'm, my hope is renewed in the human race because there are people out there who are, like, oh, no, I understand, and I'm doing my part to, mm-hmm. like, leave the world a little better, and I, like, yeah. got to meet three of them. I, I mean, we already knew Brooke, so she's she's in a past count, but I feel like I got to meet three more that I was like, oh, I feel a little better about the future of our planet yeah. because these three people are on it, so. Also, Sonoma is magical. Oh, I my gosh. Go. so beautiful oh, go. there. God, it is a great place. Yeah, it yeah. was like comedy summer camp, and I mm. loved every second of it. Yeah. Mm. I gotta go next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in October. Brooke is great. Yeah. Thank you, Brooke, for creating this. Festival. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of um, we you know I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Melissa but in in the in in trying to change it up I'm gonna say mine was driving the rental car uh, that we had <laughs> because it that was thing amazing. could fly yeah. hell yeah I was going a hundred miles an hour what? and I didn't even I didn't even break a sweat 
It, it was. Felt like we were cruising. I was uh, like, I, I was upset when I was going eighty. I was like, get out of my way! I have places to be. Yeah. And it was like, it was like a Hyundai Sonata, and I was like, I'll, I would buy this car. I was yeah. so happy. We were yeah. two middle-aged women just like sailing through, sailing, yeah. sailing it down was the I-5. So Last year we drove a huge SUV to Sundance, and I hit a. Yeah, I just hit a car, but we still fucking the ride there was. So, we were like, yeah. "Why don't we own an SUV?" Oh yeah, we're like, we can see the world up here. I know that is and true. I, and then I hit a car. We still did a really good job. It could have been way worse. That's true. Sundance, we you were at job. Sundance last year. We were or at this? Sundance, like crazy people just trying to pimp a movie that we're still trying to get made. Ugh. But that was like our purpose to be there. Like we just slept on somebody's fun, floor. It was awful. It was fun. We, cry- we cried. We cried, and we were like, we, we can't wait to together. tell this story once we make the movie because we were so sleep deprived, and we slept on somebody's floor, and it was like, like really sleep, intense, like like violent sleep apnea. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. No. We went to a bathroom and huddled and cried together, like four in the morning. It was I awful was and the best. And we like stood outside we Lena Dunham's party, and, and we were she, like, like rejected. And they wouldn't let us in. And they told us we earlier that they're like, if you just wait in line, you can get in. And we were the first people. Literally the first people yeah. in line we and it was stood in line for like by, three hours. We're telling our like super sad story now, well, but we it was like this. yeah. But it was sponsored by Planned Parenthood. And our our movie a... is like a comedy about sexual assault, which is crazy. But we were like, our movie, like Lena Dunham would just get it. We have to get in the party, and we were like, <laughs> it no was, one let us yeah, in. It was, was tragic. Well, I can't wait to have time. a conversation with you guys after this podcast is over about time. the movie. Yeah. I was yeah, there with that year about sexual assault, a comedy about sexual assault. What? Oh yeah. God, so but we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll do it after. Anyway, thank Close you, thank chat. you for being here. We oh, you're love welcome. You both. We're we love you both so you. much. Thank uh, you for having us. With you. We're so glad we met our alter- alternative slash probably more talented selves. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely no. oh, more no, talented no. selves. No way. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Hundred. Um, edit this. Yeah. Edit this, yeah. Lindsay. Where Cut that. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Clan Bake. Reach out to us on social if you want to be on the cast or have anything to tell us. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Good work. Welcome to the clam bake. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. Just a couple of